Fresh Breakfast hashtag Mad About Africa. Our Mad About Africa interview this morning takes us to Lagos, Nigeria, to talk about the election that didn't happen last weekend and ought to happen this weekend. Nigeria will be going to the polls this weekend after they were postponed on the 16th of February, just before polls were set to open. In fact, it happened on the day. Mahmoud Yakubu, chairperson of uh, the Independent Electoral Commission, said the decision was due to a delay in the delivery of ballots and not a political one. The election in Nigeria comes as crashing oil prices leave the country facing economic uncertainty. The most populous nation in Africa, Nigeria, for years has faced attacks and kidnappings by the Islamist militant group Boko Haram. Nigeria's presidential election may feature more than 70 candidates, but is ultimately expected to be between two men. These are incumbent Muhammadu Buhari uh, of the of the deputy president in the Olegosan Obasanjo administration, All Progressive Congress, and Atiku Abubaka of the People's Democratic Party. Our guest this morning is Dr. Ola Bello, who is the executive director at Good Governance Africa in Lagos, Nigeria. Good morning, Doc. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Good morning. Why are there really only two main candidates? What of the other 68? Essentially, Nigeria's um, political system um, has been dominated by at least two major parties since the transition to democratic rule in 1999. Um, Nigerians talk about the People's Democratic Party, mm. um, the party of the challenger, and the um, um, the All Progressive Congress, President Muhammad Buhari's party, as the only two viable party for the presidential um, contest because they seem to have the national-based structure, mm. the national spread, um, to be able to mobilize voters on the ground and to meet what is um, essentially the constitutional requirement for um, being elected as Nigeria's president. So essentially the winner not only has to win the majority of the vote cast, they have to win at least a quarter of the vote cast in two-thirds of Nigeria's 36 states. So that's essentially the president must win the majority of popular vote. Mm. He must also win a quarter of the vote in 24 of Nigeria's 36 states and the federal capital territory. So essentially, these are the only two parties with the deep pocket, with the structure on the ground to be able to master that level of vote. Yes. And so it's a foregone conclusion that um, either party will produce the president. Now... Literally hours before polls were set to open this past weekend, we were told that, okay, stop the bus. What was the general feeling on the ground as a result of that? Disappointment. Um, It came as a shock um, to virtually everyone who had not been in the know before the the clock was stopped at about 3 a.m. Nigerian time um, last week, Saturday. Mm. And when I said um, those who are in the know, I say it um, sort of tongue-in-cheek, but uh, because from what come out so far, at least um, some of the politicians, a very few number, I mean, what was probably in the offing, 
I think these are some of the conversations Nigerians would have to have after the conduct of the poll this Saturday to better understand what had gone on and how we can um, prevent a recurrence um, in subsequent um, elections. But surprise and anger and frustration um, because, as you know, I think uh, rather retrogressively, Nigeria's um, voting system also does not allow people to be mobile um, with their registration or what we call the, um, um, the voters' card. Mm. You essentially have to vote within the local polling unit or what where you register. So if you move your resident or you travel during the election or you are even a student who registered on campus and parents say come home during election because we feel more comfortable if you hear I'm at this rather tent voting time and people are invariably disenfranchised. I think it's one of the things we would have to have a conversation about going forward to make sure that in this age you know, of information technology and mm. um, electronic-based, you know, information retrieval systems that Nigerians can register in one part of the country and be able to vote um, in another part where they happen to be carrying on their life um, when elections come. Mm. Um, sadly, that's um, a little bit too early this time. Um, it's not what's going to be happening. 16 minutes after 8, this is Fresh Breakfast on Metro FM. Our Mad About Africa interview is Dr. Ola Bello, Executive Director at Good Governance Africa in Lagos, Nigeria. Uh, Nigerians go to the polls this coming weekend. Now, Doc, Buhari spent most of his term getting medical treatment and outside of the country. How do you think that will affect the outcome this weekend? Well, um, you know, I will qualify that. I think he spent chunk of his um, initial time, um, you know, as, as you know, this first time of his presidency. Hello, Doc. Having medical treatment for a year as um, unknown, undeclared, um, you know, illness. Mm. Um, I've been very surprised, and a lot of people have also been very surprised. I mean, he's the leader of our nation. We're all human. A lot of people have been very encouraged and pleasantly surprised to see this sort of recovery he's made. He seems to be a man remade. He's got a spring in his step. Uh, and I suspect um, the worst of his medical um, challenges might be behind him. Um, but because the, the government itself has not been very open as to what was, um, you know, ailing the president, um, you know, my, my assessment is a qualified one, but he does seem um, to, to be back in the best of health. He looks it, um, he parks it. And um, a lot of neutral observers think, um, and he's been home um, yes. <laughs> for at least the last um, year um, or so, as far as I'm aware, he's been up to London for one or two days of checkup. Um, so uh, I think the assumption has to be that um, he's been able to get um, the health challenges um, under control. There was a time uh, the, the president appeared on TV to say that he's alive, he is well, he is not a clone. How do you know he's not a clone? <laughs> well, um, 
I'm not a gene scientist, <laughs> but um, a lot of people who listen to that interview um, also realize that I think the president made his response about, you know, look, I'm here, you know, it's me, it's the real me, and I'm, I'm ready for this job. I think he said it, um, you know, um, during a live moment. I think he, he meant it as a joke. Yeah. But the fact that that's even part of the political conversation in Nigeria shows you that, um, you know, the, the you know the the extent to which political debate and um, descend in this country. I have no doubt yeah. um, that the man who who leads Nigeria today was the same forty-something-year-old um, man who led it, um, you know, from 1983 to December 31, and um, you know, um, to August 20. 1985. Yes. But, you know, um, these are important questions you've raised. Um, if you've had health challenges, you know, for chunks of a president to lead in a country where we know that we have to move as a matter of urgency yeah. to resolve a lot of the five table challenges that Nigeria confronts, I think it's a legitimate question for mm. people to um to raise whether you are actually um, ready um, exactly. to be um, to work optimally and be firing on all cylinders and during another four year um, time mandate from 2019 to 2023. And I think here the president's record um, zooms into focus. He's um, achieved um, some quite commendable things including, I would say, on, on focusing on infrastructure bills, this anti-corruption war is incomplete, um, but it does seem um, increasingly to have some bite. I would like him um, to focus more on the anti um, procedural, you know, anti-corruption move rather than, um, you know, trying the media, the incompetent yeah. prosecution of some of the allegedly um, corrupt um, politicians. On the downside, I don't think the president has grown the economic cake as um, fast as many of us would like to see him do. Um, also, partly because that speaks to the to Buhari's um, worldview, his approach is statist, and I think that's one of the fundamental points of contrast um, with his challenger. So, men come with, you know, a number of assets but also sizable, um, you know, baggages um, that they carry with them. Uh, we have a tweet here. It says, I work closely with retail centers in Lagos and Abuja. The postponement gave us loss in trade due to no trade or business during election time. Therefore, we had to get everyone back to the centers to continue trading. Um, no doubt about it. Massive inconvenience to many Nigerians, um, as a result of this um, election postponement. But I think looking forward, um, one of the two things that, is, that have emerged, uh, at least from the way I see it, is number one, um, we've had um, a spike um, in the transparency around the conduct of, um, of election in Nigeria in terms of the conversation we've been having since last Saturday, the National Electoral Commission, I think, has been um, ever more open mm. in communicating with all of the political stakeholders in terms of its plan and its daily activities. I think that's a good thing. It has to be um, institutionalized. I think this would be a good thing to do in the run-up to polls. 
and it does seem that uh, many people um, who traveled initially returned back to um, wherever they live are actually going to turn up again on Saturday to go and vote um, because I think this is a defining national election and we've seen a lot of logistical support also um, falling into place to make that possible for them. Two of our best known domestic airlines, Arik and Aero, have um, reduced the price um, of flying, I think, to about 17,000 naira. And that's just around um, $50 for one-way travel um, to all of the airports um, to which they fly in Nigeria. Things like this would help. Um, so we're hoping that we'll see um, you know, a reasonable level of turnout on Saturday because yes. the very health of Nigeria's democracy um, depends on this process being really inclusive. Doctor, in closing... Who's winning this coming weekend? I need one word answer, please. <laughs> it's a close one to call on the economy. Yes. People think Atiku will do better, um, you know, in, in, in stimulating the economy because of his more uh, market-led approach. But Buhari also scored some point there because on delivering infrastructure, they've got the trains working again. Mm. Um, they're expanding some of our best known international airports. Um, you know, and Buhari, I think Atiku's approach to anti-corruption, I think sadly, is also a little bit lax. He seems to be proposing to just take money from people who put their hand in the cookie jar and let them go free. That's not a way to deter people. Mm. Um, so that might count against him. But I think if President Buhari is elected, he owes it to Nigerians to do a far better job on stimulating the economy and creating jobs than he's done um, here to fall. Um, but I think candidate Atiku also um, has some other strengths um, in that he's seen as probably a more unifying national figure. He's um, tried to reach out right across the country, building coalition that straddles all of the G6 and geopolitical zone. You talked about Boko Haram earlier on. Boko Haram is there, but also just as important is the conflict in the middle of the country between the so-called Harders and farmers, mm -hmm. and whether rightly or wrongly, people in that part of the country think President Buhari has not done enough um, to, um, to to curtail this, but also increasingly restiveness in the northwestern part of Nigeria, where bandits um, are making um, life um, impossible for people in rural communities there that might depress voting. Normally, the northwest should be falling for president, you know, should be should be um, breaking for President Buhari, but his voter number are depressed that might count against him. It's a cliffhanger election, and I think it's a wonderful thing for Nigeria at this time um, to be having an election that's so close, so difficult to call just a few days to polling. We'll see. Uh, grab your popcorn, sit back, my friend, and this is going to be interesting. Amen, no brother. within the judiciary to, yes. um, you know, I think maybe putting Nigeria into uncharted territory. Only God knows what would happen. We're watching um, with bated breath. Hopefully God will have a definitive answer by Monday. 
thank you very much so much for your time and uh, for being patient with us. Dr. Ola Belo, who is uh, the Executive Director at Good Governance Africa in Lagos, Nigeria. Nigeria, going to the polls this weekend.